Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast. Today, Sefer Nachum, Chapter 3, Perak Gimel. Our learning is dedicated to the success and safety of Chayalei Tzva Haganali Yisrael to the swift return of all the hostages, and to the Rufuash Leimal, the swift healing for all of those wounded in this war in Gaza. Today, Chapter 3 of Sefer Nachum is a rather intriguing parak. Sefer Nachum is the book that prophesizes about the fall of Nineveh and the fall of the Assyrian Empire. And whereas both Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 mention God and Israel, if you recall, chapter one spoke of Hashem's attributes. Chapter two spoke of God's return of the Jewish people to sovereignty and peace. Chapter three doesn't mention God or Israel at all. All it does is speak about the demise of the Assyrians, the demise of Nineveh. So here is a summary of some of the key themes as we will read through the Herak. We start off with the title, Hoi, woe to Ir Damim. Woe is to the city of blood. Kula Kachash, Herak Mele'ah, Lo Yamish Terech. It is full of treachery. It is full of violence. Killing will never stop there. So the first thing we hear is that Ninveh is a city of violence, it's a city of blood. Possibly what they're talking about is the warlike nature of this city where they have unleashed violence across the region. So that's number one. Number two, we're going to see that the city is spoken about as if she is a woman, a promiscuous woman, filled with sorcery and witchcraft and black magic. Uh, it's interesting, just like in Eicha, uh, where Jerusalem is described as a woman, here Nineveh is described as a woman. And because of her promiscuity, her zununim, she gets her comeuppance, she's humiliated by her nakedness, her sexuality becomes a liability rather than an asset. I'll just read here from those psukim. Meirov zunuznez zona, tovat chen balak shafim, because of the countless whoredoms of the whore, the mistress of sorcery, who ensnared nations with her whoredoms and people with her sorcery, I am going to deal with you, says God. I'll lift your skirt up over your face. I'll display your nakedness to the nations and your shame to the kingdoms. Uh, and I will throw all sorts of abominable things, maybe those idols or maybe those um, objects of sorcery all over you, and I will disfigure you. I'll make a, a spectacle of you. This segment ends with the phrase, May Ayin Avakesh Menachamim Lach at the end of Pasuk Zayin. From where will I find consolation for you? 
and it really reminds us of Eicha, Einu Menachem La. So that's the end of maybe the second theme, the theme where we speak about a city filled with sorcery and witchcraft and abandoned and shamed. The third section is going to talk about the relationship between Assyria and Egypt. Those are, of course, the two great superpowers of the ancient world. And in 663 BC, BCE, under King Ashurbanipal, Assyria attacked the city of Thebes, which is called in Hebrew, Noamon, and sacked it of all its wealth. And now what Nahum is actually going to say, essentially, is that what goes around comes around. So he says here in Pasukhet, are you any better than Noamon, which sat around the rivers? And let's remember that Ninveh also sits on the river. It was surrounded by water. Its rampart, rampart was the river. It had a wall consisting of the sea. We talk about all the nations who assisted Assyria in the attack on Egypt, Kush and Put and the Lubim. And he says, Right, all of you went into exile. In, in other words, sorry, Noamon, Thebes went into exile. They dashed their babies, excuse me, into pieces at every street corner. Lots were cast for her nobles. All her dignitaries were bound in chains. And now the Navi turns to Ninveh and says, you too shall be drunk. You too shall be utterly overcome. You too shall seek a refuge from the enemy. In other words, what you did to Noamon, what you did to Thebes, is going to happen to you. Theme number four, the siege of Ninveh. And here we have a couple of different images. The first is a fig tree. When figs are ripe, all you need to do is shake the tree and the ripe figs just sort of fall off and you could just literally let them fall into your mouth. So Nachum compares Ninveh to a ripe fig, which is going to drop into the hands of the enemy. And he says in Pasuk Yudbet, All of your fortifications are like figs, in Bikurim, ripe figs. If you just shake them, they will fall into the mouth of the consumer, the mouth of the person who wants to eat you. Second, Your people are like women. By women, he means weak, unable to fight. In your midst, they will simply open up the uh, gates of your land and allow the fire of the enemy in. And the last image of the siege, Pasuk Yudalad, go draw water. In other words, if there's going to be a siege, they need to draw water in advance to make sure they have enough water to use, to drink. And we see the people creating bricks, firing bricks in order to build up the fortifications. But of course, none of this is going to help because if we now move to the fifth theme, we have the collapse of the army, the collapse of the leadership. 
he, for example, says, Once you had more merchants, then even the sky has stars. But what's going to happen is, uh, like the, the locusts, they are simply going to take off their coats and fly away. And here we see the continuation of this theme of the of the locust where he says in other words in the morning the locusts are all in the fields but as the day warms up they fly off and then you don't even know they've been there but they leave complete devastation Likewise, the enemy is going to come against you, Ninveh, and it's going to totally despoil you and move away as if you you never existed. And indeed, by the way, Ninveh was attacked, it was despoiled, and then it was abandoned. Nobody lived there. The end, the conclusion here, oh, by the way, in Pasuk Yudchet, they talk about the leaders, the leapers, leaders are like sh- slumbering shepherds. So... Assyria is really in for destruction, and let's just finish with the um, with the last line of the Sefer, the last pasuk, pasuk yutet. Enke halashivreich nachlam katecha kol shomeshimacha takukafalecha ki al mi lo avrara atech tamid. All of those who hear the news about you will clap their hands over you, for who has not suffered from your continual malice? So here, what do we see as we read this Perak? We just see a blow-by-blow depiction of the complete dissolution and collapse of Ninveh. So where does this all leave us? Uh, Maybe we might say this. When we look at Assyria, we've seen a kingdom who are phenomenally cruel, aggressive, malevolent. This is an... expansionist imperialist entity with aspirations of global domination they aim to conquer and dominate very cruelly and violently all sorts of other nations and they succeeded in doing it they exiled the northern tribes they almost destroyed Yehuda and in this regard um, the book begins right El nokem Hashem nokem Hashem God of vengeance, God of retribution. You know, uh, many years ago, Simon Wiesenthal, the Nazi hunter, wrote a book called Justice, Not Vengeance. And uh, what he was saying was that when he was trying to bring Nazis to justice, it wasn't retribution. It was justice he was looking for. We have the same theme in our Tanakh. We say on Wednesdays in our Shir Shalom, Shalom, El Nekamot Hashem, El Nekamot the God of Vengeance God, let the God of Vengeance make his appearance. But the next phrase is, Hinasei Shofet Haaretz, Hashev Gemul Al Gayim, let the judge of the world arise, let him give those who are arrogant what they deserve. In other words, at some point we anticipate that the God of history will be the judge of history. And that when there are forces of evil in the world, God will bring them down. And maybe that's exactly what Sefer Nachum is about. We might see the fall of the Assyrian Empire and think that it happened on a random basis. 
But what Nachum is saying is that God is involved in this equation. That Ohave Hashem Sinu Ra. That to love God is to hate evil. And that at some level, um, Assyria represent that evil. And that it was part of God's plan to see them disappear from the face of history. That's it for today. Tomorrow, we start another incredible Sefer. Sefer Chabakuk.